Welcome to Cigar City Radio, episode number 53. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, Mr. Jason Solanez. Hey, Randy, what's that kind of fence that jailbreakers have to jump over when they're trying to escape? Uh, I don't know, like an electric fence? No, no, there's a name for it, for the kind of wire it is. Oh, barbed wire. Barbed wire. Have you ever had anything barb-shaped? Like oh, a, God damn like it. Maybe, <laughs> why? Maybe why a does, toilet scrubber. Why do you go there? Why do you go right there? <laughs> hey, you, Cigar City Radio listener. If you're listening to this show and you like it, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Cigar City Radio. Also, please subscribe to our mailing list to get music, info, and news, and everything sent right to your inbox. Algorithms be damned. Just go to CigarCityManagement.com slash subscribe. You'll find the link there where you can put in your email address. We'll send you cool stuff, but we won't blow up your inbox. We promise. It's all very tastefully done. It's like our show, right? Our show is very tastefully done. This episode was recorded at Dysfunctional Grace, the only shop in Ybor City where death and dysfunction dance in a graceful ballet of seppiness. You can find all sorts of unique art and one-of-a-kind products at Dysfunctional Grace, located at 1903 East 7th Avenue in Ybor City. Follow them at facebook.com slash dysfunctionalgrace. Our guest on this episode is Toxic Holocaust, an extreme metal band from Portland, Oregon. Toxic Holocaust is primarily the vehicle of one man, Joel Grind, and that's who we sat down with to talk about his discography and what's coming next for the band. You can find tour dates and links to all their music at toxicholocaust.com. So here it is, episode 53. Yeah, I'm kind of out of uh, practice with the the touring thing, too. I've been doing a lot of studio stuff, so it's just kind of like, uh, you know, getting back in the swing. But now I feel feel like I could keep going, you know, and now it's ending. (laughs) Yeah, right. The first week was a little rough. Just getting back into the groove. Yeah, and my sinuses were all acting up and going through the Midwest and stuff like that. Oh, man. You're from Portland, right? From Portland. See, now that's interesting to me because, like, we actually manage a band out of Portland, but they're like uh, psychedelic rock, uh, Jackson Boone and the Ocean Ghosts. I don't know. Not Shameless familiar. plug, yeah, probably cool. not. <laughs> but they're, like uh, you know, music, they play so. at like Mississippi Studios yeah. and you know those kind of venues down in Portland. And that's kind of the scene that I'm familiar with. Gotcha. There is like the psychedelic indie it's rock pr- stuff. Pretty, yeah. There's a you lot know? of pe- like fans of that kind of stuff there. Yeah, that's for sure. So, what's the metal scene like in Portland? It's awesome. I mean, it, it's it's always been kind of um, more of like a punk town. To mm-hmm. be honest with you, like there's a lot more like crust punk. Um, got this kind of. Uh, I don't know what you would call it. I guess more like a DIY kind of thing yeah, going on. Yeah. But it's, I mean, the music scene in general is really good. The problem is there's not a lot of venues right now. Uh, um, there's like a lot of uh, venues that went away that never really got replaced. So now it's kind of hard to find places to play yeah. for certain size bands. Like the smaller bands kind of have a harder time finding places to play. So Yeah, man, that, that sucks. That same kind of thing has happened in our city too where you have like the really small, I shouldn't say really small, but you know, like the 150 to 300 venues. Like yeah. that, that seems to be 
the capacity that's like hard for, for yeah for places Same to stay open you know Same so, with Portland. Yeah. yeah we just had uh there's a venue well, i guess it didn't close it moved there's a venue down down the street here new world brewery yeah, well it hasn't it hasn't moved yet yeah. so it's closed it's closed currently yeah and they um that they kind of filled that niche for like the smaller cool. touring bands you know but you know, maybe we'll see some other venues. Pop so this up area there. has a lot of uh, crowbar is still around. Right? Crowbars, yeah, yeah right that place is really crowbar Orpheum Ritz. Yeah, yeah a lot of places, pretty quality shows. Yeah, but Orpheum, where you're playing at tonight, has mm-hmm. actually kind of become like the metal place. Like the you know, like yeah, like cool. uh, there's always really cool kick-ass sounds shows sounds great in there yeah metal and rap riots yeah <laughs> yeah that's right what was the triple X, extension X, X, or whatever yeah the fuck some some rapper caused a riot there like, oh wow a couple weeks no, he ago. didn't cause it his fans showed up in mass and they weren't expecting that that's right and there was a line around the block like nine people nine people deep oh, and when wow. they found out that they couldn't all fit in they just started breaking shit and running down the street wow yeah, yeah. so hopefully the same thing doesn't happen tonight i don't think I'm so i'm sure it probably won't <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing sometimes i wish it would happen it's not gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> well it's amazing how like the metal fans and like the hardcore fans are pretty chill people you know like, <laughs> it's all the weed man you tell me the rappers don't have weed <laughs> that's true yeah. good point yeah right but, unless you're stitches or something like that yeah right? yeah exactly unless you're specifically you're on some that. other stuff yeah yeah, yeah I mean, you might as well be angry if you're on lean <laughs> exactly so last album was chemistry of consciousness right mm-hmm. but that was 2013 so yeah it's, it's been a while it's been a minute so i you just said you've been in the studio a while what are you yeah, working I, on now well i i basically i started my own business so i started a recording studio so a right lot on. of that time in between the two records is sort of me getting my own business up and running and you know it's really it was really hard at first for me to juggle doing the band and that like i'm kind of figuring out how to do both and yeah now i'm kind of learning the process of juggling two things so yeah the new record's almost done actually it's uh i got uh some vocals to do left and then mix it awesome so after that hopefully uh a label picks it up and it comes out. Yeah, that that's always the goal, right? Yeah. <laughs> but see, and that's funny because when people talk about Toxic Holocaust and they talk, they mention you as kind of a one man band, you know. So I think of like when I think of that, I think of like this dude like in his room, like you know, playing like recording stuff in his bedroom. Yeah. But but like you actually first have two a, records were actually recorded in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you use like the closet like as the, a vocal booth and yeah, stuff? Yeah, and like drums like upstairs, like you know, like yeah. in the bedroom, like. Like legitimately in a bedroom, like records, <laughs> me playing everything. That's super awesome. And it's like it's weird to see it, like how much further it's came now. But it was like it literally just started like that. Like you would like expect. It gives, a lot, yeah. gives a lot more hope to the the local DIY scene or any DIY scene. Honestly, that's yeah. it. Where I, I mean, where yeah. I grew up, I didn't really have anybody to you know like that were really into metal and and stuff like that. So. It's like, well, if I want to do a record, I guess I got to figure out how to play everything and record it, you know. So that's kind of where it started. Yeah, and you, you obviously you did. You figured out how to record it and do trial it. trial and error. Yeah. yeah, I can. I can't even imagine how hard it would be to put together a metal album by yourself. You know, like it'd be hard enough to do like an acoustic singer songwriter thing. But you throw in, you know, extreme yeah. metal and mixing in like punk and thrash, and it's like. I mean, I made a lot of mistakes too over the years, like while recording that stuff and. You know, like things I listen back to now, I'm like kind of like it's cringy to me. Like, you know, I wish I would have did this different. But I think everybody's like that with anything they do. You kind of look back and you get better. And then you look back at your other stuff and you're like, "Eh, I would have did this different. But, you know, at the time, that's kind of how that's how how I did it. That's how you had to do it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's one of our favorite phrases. DIY by necessity. You know, it's like what 
what else are you going to do? Absolutely, you know? 100%. That or nothing. So uh, anything you can tell us about the new album? Do you got a title or anything, or are we just not, keeping it up in the air? For not now? yet. Um, kind of some of the lyrics are still being, you know, usually I, I come up with a title after a lot of the lyrics are written because it kind of gets based around that kind of thing. But uh, yeah. it's going to be, I mean, it's, it's, a sli- it's slightly different than the last record in the fact that I feel like I took that kind of like more metal punk sound like as far as I could, like the more you know, a minute and a half long, yeah, two yeah. minute long song kind of thing. Like I pretty much did the record I wanted to do in the last one. So this time around, I kind of wanted to do something a little different because I don't think I could, I could probably mimic what I did in the last one, but it either wouldn't be as good or it would just be a complete, you know, yeah. part two of that yeah. record, which kind of is boring too. So yeah, that's kind of the catch. So it's a little different, but. right? Cause you want to change and you want to evolve. You also don't want to like, you know, alienate people or lose your older fans. It's true. Yeah, so it's, it's hard to find that like middle ground where you can somehow please everybody. Exactly. You really can't. Yeah. And, and please yourself too. <laughs> yeah. You know? that's, that's like, the, that's the other thing. It's like, you can't really, especially, you know, being a musician and stuff, you don't want to necessarily make yourself unhappy just to please other people either. Cause that's kind of doing it for the wrong reasons too. So it's kind of like yeah. walking a tightrope of, you know, kind of just, following a path and hopefully people dig it you know how's the response been to this tours you know been awesome it's been really good especially um the past few tours we were kind of either like uh you know second to last or headlining so Mm -hmm. this one is kind of we're like earlier in the set so um it's kind of fun to go back we're like playing a shorter set than we normally do and it's kind of just it's basically all just you know all killer, no filler. Yeah, you know? just like yeah, yeah. we, don't, you know, we can. It's funny though. In a half an hour long set, we can still do like, you know, twelve, thirteen songs. The songs are so short. <laughs> yeah, so right. Still get to hear a lot of songs, but yeah, yeah. But you can play all the hits. A lot you of know? The things yeah. that people know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the things I always loved about Toxic Holocaust is the logo. Mm-hmm. Well, did you do that? I didn't. I had a friend named Zach that lives in San Diego that did that. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's it's funny. It's like it's like one of those. Those logos, a lot of people that don't know, you know, you can tell yeah. by seeing it what it is, but you don't necessarily read the letters. Like, no, you just know no. it by, like, a visual thing. Exactly. But the people that have never heard the band, like, don't know what it says. So it's kind of <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, metal <laughs> metal bands are notorious for that. Like, I Absolutely. don't even know what shirt yeah. you're wearing now right now. <laughs> like, but it's like, that's the thing is, like, it's always hard to read some of those metal names. But, like, the Toxic Holocaust logo just looks so, like, visually appealing. And it looks like it's yeah. got, like, a middle finger in yeah, the middle. Totally, I, I'm sure yeah. that was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, too. It's, like, very – I like it because it's very symmetrical. Which yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I like – logos that are kind of like it's that. good for so. people with ocd yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah that's totally awesome so so we'll have a new record hopefully next year hopefully early next year is what i'm hoping going more in a different direction a little bit yeah i mean it's not going to be such a curveball that doesn't sound like the same band like some bands do that yeah some bands pull that off really well too every record like melvin's for instance every record sounds different but it always sounds like the Melvins somehow, but yeah, and they their fans love that, you know. But um, it'll still sound like toxic. It just will be the songs are going to be a little bit longer and a little bit more not complex, but a little bit more like elaborate in the arrangement kind of realm, if that makes sense. Like instead of just like a verse, chorus, and then the song's over, like it'll be like something in the middle there, and then that kind of thing. So yeah. just a little different, but less, less of a grindy thing. Yeah. You know? Which I mean, is, is your name really Joel grind? Can we, can no, we, but <laughs> I'm like, that's too perfect of a name. <laughs> for, it's not. 
But you don't have to reveal the the real name. Cool. We'll just you know we can we can even add that out if you want. No, no it's no. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people know that it's not. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, guy, but but that would be how amazing would that be if you were? Yeah, that, it's funny. It's actually that name actually came from not from uh, like the usual like you would suspect to be like from like grindcore or something like yeah. that or whatever. But it actually came from. Um, just when I was like a teenager, like my friends and I used to skateboard yeah. and it would just like came up with like, it was more of like a tongue in cheek thing. Like, you know, what would 80s skaters be named? You know, like that kind of dumb shit. Yeah. Just yeah. kind of suck. And I was thinking Boogie Nights, man. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I was doing all Boogie Nights. Yeah, it's like my porno name. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. It works both ways. It should yeah. be all of your names. Yeah. Do you think that uh, so? So you you were a skater growing up? Is that, yeah, like, I mean, I skateboarded. Yeah, I was skateboard. You weren't a skater. No, <laughs> not necessarily. But I, I definitely was into skateboarding. Yeah. Do you think that's where the, like kind of the maybe some of the punk side of Absolutely. your music comes from? I mean, I remember oh, the first time I ever heard the Misfits. Actually, was listening. I was watching a. Uh, I rented a Tony Hawk. Um, it was like a skate competition video yeah. from like 1980 whatever and playing listening to walk among us by the misfits and i was like curious what that was and looked in the credits and it said what it was so it's amazing how many bands people discovered through you know skateboard videos absolutely, and, absolutely. and like the honest like the tony hawks pro skater video games like oh, that you know, that's where i heard yeah, like yeah. so many absolutely. bands like you know cky i heard about them through tony hawks pro skater you know stuff like that but that's that's crazy so absolutely. Uh, so Connor, you've been you've been quiet over here. Oh yeah. You, I yeah. thought I thought you you had these deep questions that you, were, that you had prepared. <laughs> I'm just all for the ride. <laughs> just enjoying the ride. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any toxic Holocaust specific questions? Um, for Joel? I'm I'm just curious, like what. Where do you try to find the balance between kind of punk and thrash? Like where where do you decide uh, which way it's going to go more towards? What's the defining factor? Um, I sort of always, I, I think a lot of it was subconscious, but now that I look back, like, I think a lot of it was, I liked the, the catchiness of punk and like the, like the shorter songs and this, like the simplistic arrangements and stuff of punk and seeing that kind of stuff live always to me always like really translated really well because people could sing along and know the songs right off the bat. But I always was attracted to like you know, the riffing of, of thrash metal, like the fast palm meeting, all that kind of stuff. So I've always kind of just blended it in that way where it's more like a punk. It's like a punk aesthetic because of the DIY aspect and mm -hmm. also because of the, you know, the arrangements and stuff like that mm -hmm. of the songs. That you just add the uh, kind of aggressiveness. Of, and the vocals of too. Yeah, oh, more yeah. like thrashy yeah, kind sure. of stuff. So. Um, any uh, final words for the Cigar City Radio listeners? Today? Just thanks for having me. I appreciate yeah. it. Any, anything really else cool. you want to say about Tampa? You just said that you ate at Stone Soup Company, right? Yeah, it was really good. I had a panini. <laughs> Recommend the panini over there. That was good. You know what I'm finding is most interesting about all the metalheads we're talking to? What's that? Is that when I was growing up and I didn't know any metalheads before I got into a metal band, I figured that all of them were like Dicks. demonic and assholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, it's like you said with um, Ben 
in the first episode we did with him. It's the most inclusive crowd of people I've ever seen. I've never talked to a metalhead that had just a shit attitude right off the gate. Right out of the gate. Yeah, they're really so. chill, really cool people. I yeah. think Joel says in this interview, it must be all the weed. So. Yeah. Yeah. So if uh, if you're curious about a metal metal concert, you should definitely check it out because yeah. it's much better than you think it'll be.